What's the most important factor for determining a coin's value? Rarity. And now, the COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in the creation of a modern rarity. When the West Point Mint was shut down due to health concerns, 240,000 emergency production 2020 American Eagle silver dollars were minted in Philadelphia for 13 days only. And that makes these coins with the P-Mint attribution the second rarest coin in the entire American Eagle bullion coin series. This extraordinary coin is now available, but only for a limited time. Just call government.com at 1-800-386-8018. To learn more about these emergency production 2020 American Eagle silver dollar coins, call 1-800-386-8018. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's bonus package, a $10 value free with every order. Call one 1- 800-386-8018 now to secure your Philadelphia Mint 2020 American Eagle silver dollar coins before they sell out. That's 1-800-386-8018. Arizona News Radio, legendary University of Arizona basketball coach Ludoson passed away Thursday at the age of 85. Longtime Wildcats play-by-play announcer Brian Jeffries. It goes beyond basketball. I mean, that was his calling card, one of the great coaches uh, of all time, uh, winning the national championship, winning conference championships. He did more for this community than just coach basketball. Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver denied he paid a bribe to Phoenix City Councilman Sal DeCicio to vote a certain way. The allegation was made by former Suns GM Ryan McDonough. A pilot is recovering after his small plane crashed just south of the entrance of the Grand Canyon National Park. Coconino County Sheriff's Office spokesperson John Paxton says the pilot was returning to the Tucson Airport when his engine died. When he was trying to land, his right wing struck a light pole causing the crash and for him to be flipped over. Mike Salceda, Arizona News Radio. From the KFNX with the Bug Weather Center, we have a flash flood watch in effect from noon today till 5 a.m. Sunday. For this morning, a partly cloudy sky, sunny to partly cloudy today with a stray but heavy shower thunderstorm possible, the high 104. Clouds and a few showers and thunderstorms tonight. I'm meteorologist Jim Manalmi from the KFNX Weather Bug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 94 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks. Here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. The information and opinions you hear on this radio show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of KFNX, its affiliates, management, or advertisers. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood, having trained more than 24,000 vets, helping you and your fur babies thrive. Live in studio on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX, it's Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura answering your pet behavior and training questions. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host and favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Good morning. I'm Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy cat or an out-of-control dog that desperately needs some training and behavior help? Are you fed up with your pet just not listening? I'm here to help you deal with all of those problems and more. So, 
Call me right now and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone. Give me a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602-277-5369, 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free at 866-536-1100. And we have Brittany back with us. Hey, Brittany, how are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I guess the phones have already lit up. Yeah. It what, looks, do, what do we got going on there? Right now we have Emily in Glendale. Emily in Glendale. You are on the air with Pet Talk today. Hey, Emily. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. How's your weekend? Um, So far, I'm just relaxing at home. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's what we need to be doing, more relaxing. So what's going on? Do you have a question for us? I do. Okay, so I have a dog that's about 14. Um, he wasn't always peeing in the house, but lately we're having problems. We have a doggy door, uh-huh. so I'm not exactly sure. And he does seem to pee in the same spot, so I'm wondering if he's marking his territory. How can I get him to quit this? Okay, now you said that your dog's currently 14. When First of all, was your dog ever completely potty trained? No, probably not. Okay, that's that's one of the biggest problems. So here's the thing. if it, And it really doesn't matter whether our dogs were never completely potty trained or if we've got a dog that all of a sudden started going and was potty trained or we've got a dog, that, a male dog that begins to mark, okay? We've got to start from scratch as if there was never any potty training. And we've got to start that whole process of potty training right from the beginning. And the number one rule with that is your dog is in your eyesight. You're supervising your dog on leash. So you're bringing your dog with you as you're moving from room to room because you've got to have your dog in your eyesight or you've got to have your dog crated. And so part of potty training is crate training. You're not going to successfully potty train a, a puppy or a dog if you haven't successfully crate trained. So um, there's crate training that's involved. There's the number one rule, which is supervise or crate your dog. And the reason for that is is that when they get away from you and they have an accident and there's not a consequence, there's not a correction, they're not going to learn. Actually, what they're learning is, hey, it's okay to go in the house because nothing bad happens. And it is more rewarding for the dog to relieve itself because that feels better then. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what? That does make sense because we were like, what's going on? Because he was doing fine, and then all of a sudden he was peeing in the same spot, and we're like, ah. Mm -hmm. So, and I've had plenty of puppies, so I guess I can act like he's a puppy and start him all over again. (laughs) And then the other thing we want to make sure, because, you know, your dog is 14, and, and in some cases, and they don't necessarily have to be older, but when they're older, they're more prone to other medical issues. But when we're dealing with a sudden change in bathroom behavior, especially with urinating, you know, we need to make sure, is there a urinary tract infection? Is there a bladder infection? Um, so those are things, kidney infections, you know, those are things that we might rule out too. But that's why I asked you, 
had your dog ever been fully potty trained? Because if it just came on suddenly and you've never had any issues, well, then I'm a little more suspicious. You know, maybe we've got a medical thing. We need to contact the veterinarian about that. But you've got to start over from scratch. And part of that means that um, if you don't have a black light, you need to get a black light because the black light is going to light up and show you everywhere in the house where there is an accident where there was an accident. And oh, wow. one of the biggest things we have to do is get the smell, the odor from that accident lifted out of whatever surface, whether it's wood, carpet, tile, because the dog's sense of smell is so strong, they can smell a drop of blood a mile away. So normal, yeah, normal cleaners that we use to get the stain out, to get the odor out for us as humans isn't going to do anything for getting the odor out for the dogs. And they have a tendency to want to go back to where they were. So getting a good, really good product that has enzymes in it that is going to break down the scent at the level where the dog can smell it. So there's a couple. There's... Nature's Miracle, you can usually get that at one of the big box pet stores. Okay, Nature's Miracle. Yeah, Get Serious Extractor is another one. And then the one I like the best, and this one you can only get online, and that's S-C-O-E-10-X, S-C-O-E-10-X, and get that at S-C-O-E-10-X.com. Gotcha. They should be paying right. for this. I'm writing it all school. down. <laughs> yeah, and, and so again, the number one rule, supervise the dogs in your eyesight. Because if there's going to be an accident, there's got to be a correction. You have to make something unpleasant happen right at the moment your dog is having the accident. Okay? That's half the battle. And if your dog is sneaking away having accidents and you're not catching it in the act, you're never going to get that resolved. You're never going to get it fixed. You're always going to have problems with it. So you have to be super consistent, supervise in your eyesight or create the dog. And it's those little moments that you have to be concerned about because those little moments where uh, the phone rings and you just got to step away for 30 seconds or a minute and that's when the dog gets away from you. So when the phone rings, somebody comes to the door, you need to tell them, hold on one second, go create your dog. Then come back to the phone, then come back, uh, you know, to the door. The Could I also put them outside or you think just crating would be best? Well, get used to crating, okay, because the dog's not going to be in there long. I don't want, it should not be an excuse for um, being able to, um, you got to make sure that we're not taking one problem and replacing it with another. So we take the dog, we put the dog outside, the dog gets bored, and all of a sudden the dog might be destructive outside too. We want good manners in the house. Uh, we want to teach the dog not to go to the bathroom, so we got to give the dog opportunity to make a mistake, but we need to be there to correct the dog in the act. And then on top of that, the second half is we've got to get the dog outside a lot. We've got to have very high-value food rewards when the dog goes to the bathroom outside in the correct place, then right. we've got to make sure that we are rewarding the heck out of the dog. And if you do that, if you go ahead and do that, you are going to have success. You can't help 
but um, have success with that. Um, we're going to be taking a quick break. We need to hear from our sponsors. I'm your host, Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where we are taking your calls and answering your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. If you have a question about your pet's behavior, give us a call. The number to call is 602-277-5369, 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free at 866-536-1100. We'll be right back. dog that needs obedience training is your dog's bad behavior driving you crazy you love your dog and choosing the right dog trainer is important hiring a dog trainer that you can trust may be what's most important phoenix dog training is the most trusted dog training company in arizona phoenix dog training is accredited with the better business bureau and has an a-plus rating that you can trust having an untrained and unruly dog can be frustrating embarrassing and even costly all that can change with one phone call to phoenix dog training For over 30 years, Phoenix Dog Training has been the Valley's number one choice for thousands of happy dog owners. Phoenix Dog Training is the winner of the Phoenix Award for Best Dog Behavior Training and impressive seven years in a row. Say goodbye to your dog's bad behavior and hello to the dog of your dreams. Call Phoenix Dog Training today at 602-769-1411. That's 602-769-1411. Or visit them on the web at phoenixdogtraining.com. Are you planning a trip or just going away for a day or two? I want to take a minute to talk about the folks at Paw Nanny Tammy. It's difficult to leave a pet behind. It's even more difficult for your pet. Forget sending your pet to a stressful boarding and kennel facility and instead give your pet and furry best friend the gift of relaxation. Staying at home with one of the professional in-home pet sitters at Paw Nanny Tammy. Your pet will love chilling out with Tammy or one of her team members who will be playing with and taking care of your pet 24 hours a day where it's most comfortable, your pet's home. The other awesome thing is that they can bring in mail, water plants, trees, and even your lawn. Call Pawn Annie Tammy to inquire about having them stay with your pet while you're away. They even offer a free meet and greet to make sure that it's the perfect fit. Call 602-472-4360. That's 602-472-4360. Or visit their website, pawnannytammy.com. I can't control my emotions. my emotions. I can't get these thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. I sleep all day. I sleep all day. Or I can't sleep at all. Or I can't sleep at all. If I can't concentrate, I'm going to fail again. I'm going to fail again. Fail again. Why would anyone want to be with me? want to be with me? My heart is beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. I just can't live like this anymore. Like this anymore. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. It takes courage to reach out for help. At Mesa Psychiatry, we'll help you find the peace and calmness that's been missing for so long. Depression, fear, and anxiety don't have to define you. Together at Mesa Psychiatry, we'll begin the process of restoring your confidence and emotional well-being, bringing joy and happiness back into your life. Begin the journey of healing today by calling Mesa Psychiatry at 480-882-1014. That's 480-882-1014. Or schedule an appointment online at mesapsychiatry.com. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. 
To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. That's me, Will Bangura, and you're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy cat or maybe an out-of-control dog that desperately needs some training and behavior help? Are you fed up with your pet not listening? Well... I'm here to help you deal with all of your pet behavior problems. Call me right now and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone and give me a call if you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area. The number to call is 602-277-5369, 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix, call toll-free at 866-536-1100. All right. It looks like we have Andrew and Phoenix on the line. We've got another caller. Hey, Andrew, welcome to Pet Talk today. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I got like six cats. You got six and, cats. Um, okay. Yeah, well, actually, six more outside. She the cats 12? I got inside, they're all feral. They say that you can't socialize feral cats. Mm-hmm. They're wrong. Mm-hmm. In some cases... No, you probably can't. In a lot of cases, yes, you can. Now, one of them, his name is Bandit. Now, when I uh, got him, the Humane Society, they came out, and they did do the spading and the neutering and took care of my 23 kitten problems. We had 23 kittens out here, and um, they took care of the spading and neutering, so I didn't have that problem anymore. And then they rescued all the kittens, and everybody was healthy, and they were able to get them sold off at different pet smarts and so forth. Um, and Bandit, I told her, I said, he's got, he's almost a seven-point Siamese. He's got two little black ears and a, a beautiful little blue eyes and a little Bandit mask. I mean, you, you guys will find him a home, I mean, right? So, well, Andrew, tell back. me what your they brought him back. Andrew, <clears throat> tell me what your so question got, is. What's your question? And I, so I got, got bandit. So I'm getting to my question. There you my go. question is now he's peeing. He peed on my bed once before, okay. and usually it's because his cat box is dirty. Okay. And other times he might be peeing on my bed because, mm-hmm. um, well, he gets mad at me about this or that, or maybe he's sick. And mm-hmm. I've been checking him, and he doesn't have any urinary tract infections mm-hmm. that I can tell. And so there was one on about that particular thing. Why would why would they be doing that? Okay. Let me ask you. And this. He's, the, he's the one doing it. Okay. How many litter boxes do you have for the cats? Probably not enough. I have one big one. Yeah, that that's one of the biggest problems. Okay. Even adding a second one could make all the difference in the world. Even if we've just got one cat. You know, the rule of thumb with cats are, because they can be picky where they go, have at least two litter boxes, okay? And then the other thing is they're picky. They need to be cleaned a lot and not just, you know, getting the clumps out of there. But when you are completely changing the kitty litter, making sure that you're sanitizing the litter box using a product that gets rid of the odor, um, again, they've yeah, got to. I do a, that too. I wash the whole box. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I would definitely, you know, if it were me, I'd get three because of all the cats you have. I would get two more litter boxes. Okay. The other thing is if it's a specific yeah. area where your cat is um, going where it shouldn't, for right now, eliminate access to that area. And again, you need to be able to watch your cat. The last thing is going and making sure that you have a black light, just like I was telling uh, the lady about uh, potty training her dog or getting her dog to stop marking. We've got to find all the areas where our pets are having accidents in the house. And the only way to do that is with a black light. You take that black light, you go through the house everywhere that they had an accident it is going to light up like fireworks okay you're going to be shocked you're probably going to be surprised everybody is once they get into their home with one of those black lights and then getting a product that can get rid of the smell at their level um and that's going to be a product uh, with enzymes in that, okay? So that's okay, one of the yeah. biggest things that you're going to be able to do. Multiple litter boxes, cleaning them much more often, okay? Those are two things that are critical. And then black light and cleaning up any accidents yeah. that you see with the black light by using um, a good uh, cleaner that's got enzymes in it to get rid of the smell, okay? okay. Yeah, then just real quick, then just real quick or whatever. They were also saying that um, <clears throat> all the different ways that cats tell you they love you and all that um, mm-hmm. with the slow eye blink thing or mm-hmm. whatever. I did that to Bandit. Uh-huh. That works. Oh, he freaked out one day when I started finally doing that to him just recently. Uh-huh. Where he was, he's been in my lap and he will not leave me alone. But he has been lately. But I mean, he would not. Okay. We're going to go ahead and um, I think we've got somebody else on the line, okay? Yes, it looks like we have Valerie and Sholo. Valerie and Sholo. Valerie, welcome to Pet Talk today. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, our, our question, my question is we have about, I'll say he's almost two. He's a Brendel uh, Labrador, but he's like my husband's dog. And he wants, to me, his undivided attention because he barks a lot. And he'll get right in my husband's face and bark at him. Mm-hmm. And then he wants to run outside, but then we tried using a squirt bottle to yeah. correct him for barking mm-hmm. at everything. And that doesn't seem to work. He just gets a little agitated and he thinks it's a game. Right. And other than that... Anything that moves on the TV, because we have a large screen TV, and it's probably both of us that did it, he, like, is at the TV and barking at a human, animated anything, and we're trying to stop the barking. So any kind of suggestions? Absolutely. Now, tell me, how much does your dog weigh, roughly? Oh, good night. How much does he weigh? 75 pounds. About 75 pounds. Okay, so we got to... He's almost two. Yeah, okay. He'll be two in March. Yeah. So this is going to be an answer for everybody that has a question about their dogs, that they are trying to stop an unwanted behavior. There is a big difference between interrupting a behavior and correcting a behavior. We all can interrupt behaviors. We can all get the dog to stop barking because we did something. 
but then they want to keep on going back and doing it over and over again. The only way that behaviors are going to stop is if there is consistently something uncomfortable paired with that behavior at the exact same time. Now, what your dog is telling you about that water sprayer, that is not uncomfortable. It's not a correction for your dog. Your dog doesn't care about it. You've got to read how your dog responds to it. Some dogs are very, very soft. You practically look at them and point your finger at them, and they, they fall apart. <laughs> they they roll over on their back and submit, and, and not, some not might even... Yeah, but some <laughs> do. And then there are others like yours. There are others like yours that you could practically kick them upside the head and they think it's a fun game and they want to do it again over and over. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we've got dogs that are soft dogs and dogs that are hard dogs. Now, the last thing, the last thing we ever want to do is create fear, pain, or intimidation. No dog needs to experience... That's my husband. He grabs onto him and gets all medieval in his face. Here's the thing. If it it worked... If it worked, if it worked, we wouldn't be calling today. So that's one of the things you tell your husband. It doesn't work. You know, if it, if it was, if it worked, hey, maybe, right? I mean, I don't want anybody hurting their dog. I don't want anybody abusing no, their dog. Either. No, I don't, I don't. And I'm not accusing you. I'm not accusing you of doing that. The, I literally grabbed him by the face and I'm mm-hmm. in his face. But after the minute session of bad boy, mm-hmm. he tries to do what we call a suck up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that you have to, there's two ways that you are going to be, um, dealing with any behavior problem. And one of those ways is going to be reactively because your dog is, uh, going to present the opportunity to bark. And then you've got the opportunity to reactively correct to that. And then the other thing is, you need to work with it proactively, and that is where you're creating the opportunity for your dog to bark. So maybe one of you is knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, and you have an opportunity. Now, you have to give a correction word like quiet or no, and you have to pair that with something that's uncomfortable. In this case, let's say you've got a prong collar on your dog and you've got a leash on that collar and your dog that's begins to bark and you start to go ahead and you pull some pressure. Again, don't harm your dog, but put some uncomfortable right. pressure on that leash as you're saying quiet, quiet, or off, off, or no. Okay, And do that consistently. Make something unpleasant happen. And you will be able to correct that problem. I'm Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where we are taking your calls and answering your questions each and every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break for news. And when we come back, take more of your calls. We'll be right back. Visit us online. At 1100kfnx.com, Arizona's only independent voice, independent talk, 1100kfnx. A black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, continues to recover from a police shooting. Correspondent Shimon Prokopesh reports authorities have released more details about Jacob Blake. The sheriff says Blake had a felony warrant for his arrest from July for third-degree sexual assault. 
The Wisconsin Department of Justice Division of Criminal Investigation, which is leading the shooting investigation, has said that Blake admitted he had a knife in his possession. And law enforcement agents recovered one from the driver's side floorboard of his vehicle. The U.S. continues its battle against the coronavirus. Correspondent Nick Watts says the death toll is expected to climb. One prominent model now projects around 135,000 more Americans could be killed by COVID-19 by December 1st. If that new projection is true, our average daily death toll still hovering around 1,000 will actually rise. I'm Ann Cates. Excuse me, have you ever discussed life insurance? Well... Sort of. Have you talked about who will pay the mortgage if one of you passes? We definitely haven't talked about that. Well, then you should talk to SelectQuote. SelectQuote shops for you, getting you quotes from some of the country's most trusted companies, finding you the right coverage with the right carrier at the right price in minutes. Is it affordable? Well, how affordable does $500,000 in coverage for as little as a dollar a day sound? That's great. We can afford that. To get your free quote, call 1-800-778-9922 or go to selectquote.com today and get the protection they need at a price you can afford. That's 1-800-778-9922 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. From the KFNX Weather Bug Weather Center, we have a flash flood watching effect from noon today till 5 a.m. Sunday. For this morning, a partly cloudy sky, sunny to partly cloudy today with a stray but heavy shower thunderstorm possible, the high 104. Clouds and a few showers and thunderstorms tonight. I'm meteorologist Jim Minaldi from the KFNX Weather Bug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 98 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks, here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Welcome back, everybody. I am Will Bangura. I'm your host, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. So if you've got a problem with a dog, maybe you've got an out-of-control dog that's just got too much energy driving you crazy. Maybe you've got a cat that's spraying or not using the litter box. Give me a call. Pick up your phone. I'm going to teach you how to correct those unwanted behaviors. If you're in Phoenix, the number to call is 602-277-5369, 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free. The toll-free number is 866-536-1100. All right. All right. It looks like right now we have Vicki and Phoenix on the line. Vicki in Phoenix on the line. Hey, Vicki, welcome to Pet Talk today. Well, thank you. I have about a 20-month-old Great Dane, 
He is a rescue, and he has severe separation anxiety. He's okay if one of us leaves the house, but if both of us leave, he hyperventilates. He paces. He howls. Um, I hope to avoid medication, but I also would like when we can finally leave the house again to be able to both of us go out. Right. Can you give me some suggestions? Well, you know, one of the things, you already mentioned one, and I know that you want to try to avoid that, but in some cases, um, medication is the most humane thing, and it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be long-term, but if we've got a a pet that is truly suffering, I mean really having severe uh, symptoms and panicking, um, mm-hmm. medication might be in order. Now, I always tell people medication by itself is not appropriate. You need to, at a minimum, be doing medication in conjunction with training and behavior modification. But in some cases, it is so severe that you're not going to make much progress um, without medication. But that's just something to keep that in mind. Don't be completely closed to that. Um, when it comes to separation anxiety, um, there's a couple things. And, and one is getting the dog to be comfortable with you at further distances, okay? Um, and then the other thing is besides getting the dog comfortable at certain distances, then it becomes duration. So there's distance and there's duration. And each one of those things has to be worked on and built up separately and together. So, for example, let's say I'm working on distance, okay? Um, just if you've got a dog that, you know, I don't know if this is a Velcro dog. You know, some dogs are just attached to your hip. You just, no matter where you go, yeah, that's where they are. Well, part of it is teaching like a downstay or teaching your dog to go to its bed or place and stay. And little by little, just being able to move further away from your dog and have your dog experience being at a further distance from you. And as your dog is calm and showing calm behavior, rewarding that, and then also working on duration. And then it becomes a matter of, okay, now get out of sight. So maybe you have worked on that for quite a while. Now you're going to go ahead and go around the corner of a hallway. And all of a sudden for, you know, 10 seconds, your dog doesn't see you. And you pop out and you reward your dog. Little by little, most people, when they're working on separation anxiety, they move way too quick too soon. They flood the dog with the one thing that scares the heck out of them, and that's you being gone. And Mm -hmm. I realize we have our lives. We've got to do what we've got to do. You know, we can't just be um, hostages in our our house, you know, with with our dogs. Part of it is um, crate training. Part of it is creating a positive experience with the crate, not just slamming a dog in there, but beginning by using that crate as the place where your dog eats its meals. Food is a positive. And then playing what I call crate games, where you're throwing a ball in the crate or you're throwing a, a treat in there. You're not closing the door at all. The dog's just going in, coming out. You're just playing. Maybe you're sitting on the floor, just tossing treats in that crate, tossing a ball in that crate, and getting your dog comfortable with that. And little by little, adding more distance, little by little, adding more duration, adding more time. Um, and when you do that, positively reinforcing that. Now, if you've been working on that for many weeks, what's many weeks? Well, at least six to eight. If you're working on that daily, 
and kind of getting away from your dog maybe three times a day for a little bit of distance, a little bit of duration. You've been doing that for six to eight weeks. You're not making any progress at all. That's when you probably need to talk to your vet. You probably need to have medication in conjunction with that. Okay. Okay. Well, we will do that. I've already lined up when we can finally, with the virus, leave the house again. I've already lined up that I have someone who will come in and pet sit. I mean, you know. And uh, like I said, he's a rescue, and yeah. he's not going anywhere. We'll yeah. just uh, yeah. learn to live with it. Yeah, well, so and it'll get I better. Appreciate it. And it, it seems like I'm doing the right it. thing. You are doing the right thing. It's just that things take longer than what we realize most of the time, okay? Of course. All right. Hopefully that uh, hopefully that helps with uh, what's going on uh, right now. All right. It looks like right now we have Kelly in Cave Creek on the line. Kelly in Cave Creek, you're on the line. You're on Pet Talk today. How can we help you? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I have a two-year-old mixed uh, breed, and the behavior that I'm having a problem with is when the doorbell rings. I've never had a dog to do this, but she runs to the door and won't let me get to the door. If I go to step towards the door, she jumps up, she'll mm-hmm. mouth me, mm-hmm. but will never hurt me, And she, but the scratching because she's a 70-pound dog. Sure. Um, I, I'm just perplexed. Mm-hmm. And the other day when her dog walker was walking her and they approached another dog, she kind of growled a little bit, and then she jumped up on her. So I'm not understanding the behavior or what I can do to correct it. Right now, mm-hmm. I just ignore the door. Typically, it's Amazon or someone leaving a package or something. Mm-hmm. But if it's someone, I just go to the office window and tell them that they have to wait a minute. The only thing I really can do is get a water bottle. And if you hold it, I don't support her with it. If you hold it, she'll be afraid of it and she'll take a couple steps back. But I mm-hmm. just don't understand the behavior. Yeah. She won't let me answer the door. Well, and here's the thing about a lot of behaviors, right? We don't have a crystal ball, and we can't speak dog 100%, all right? And so sometimes there are going to be certain behaviors, and we're not going to know every little nuance of the why the dog's engaging in that behavior. But the good news is we don't have to understand the why in order to fix the problem, you know, as far as the what we need to do. That doesn't change, okay? Okay. And... When we're talking about that behavior, it's actually a relatively easy fix. All right. You've got to teach, okay. you've got to teach a incompatible behavior with the one you don't want. So the doorbell rings, you get up, you go to the door, your dog won't let you go to the door, your dog's mouthing on you. Okay. Right. Let me give you a whole different scenario. The doorbell rings. You give your dog a command of down, stay, or go to your place or go to your bed and stay. And you go to the door and you open the door and you do what you need to do. And when that's all finished and things are calm, you tell your dog free or break. And your dog releases from the down, stay command you gave or your dog releases from that command of going to its bed or place and staying. And that's one of the things that is going to work better than trying to punish your dog by having your dog be afraid to look at 
the squirt bottle. We don't want your dog afraid of different objects and things like that. And it is something that when you've got good training and it's reliable, you can give your dog just the regular commands. Come when called, sit on command and stay, lay down on command and stay, go to your bed and place and stay. And getting your dog to walk with you and filter out distractions. When you've got reliable commands that you can give your dog, you can manage you can manage just about any behavior problem that there is. And here's a great example. And that is, hey, how do we manage this situation? Well, your dog cannot be on a downstay and committed and be going after you and not letting you get to the door and open it up at the same time. It would have to give up one behavior for the other, right? Right. So that, Okay, then I'll, I'll work on her place. Uh, command. Yeah, the place command is fantastic because it's got a, a clear set of boundaries. Okay, it's more clearly defined visually. Let's the dog know, hey, this is where we want you to stay. And you're going to have to do some distraction training because it's excitable when the doorbell rings. All right, it's not right. like just trying to work on a stay when things are calm and quiet. And when you're training, make sure you've got a training collar on, make sure you've got a leash on so you can give some mild corrections when your dog makes a mistake. Make sure you've got a treat pouch. Make sure you've got high-value food rewards so that you can reward your dog when your dog does the right thing because dogs are going to learn by consequences. They're going to learn by rewards. They are going to learn the way that their brain works, which is very black and white, cause and effect associations, and you want to keep things very black and white for your dog. You don't want to have a lot of conversations with your dog. Just make it very simple. You give that down command or give that place command, boom, reward the dog. The dog makes a mistake, nope, give a correction, put the dog back on command. But that's the biggest thing you need to do right now is teach an alternative behavior. And when you do that, if your dog's on place, your dog cannot go after you uh, and keep you from getting to the door. We need to take a quick break here to hear from our sponsors. I'm your host, Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX. When we come back, we will be taking more of your calls and answering more of your pet behavior and training questions as we do each and every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll be right back. I can't control my emotions. Control my emotions. I can't get these thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. Thoughts out of my head. I sleep all day. I sleep all day. Or I can't sleep at all. I can't sleep at all. If I can't concentrate, I'm going to fail again. I'm going to fail again. Fail again. Why would anyone want to be with me? Want to be with me? My heart is beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. Beating out of my chest. I just can't live like this anymore. Like this anymore. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. And I'm scared. It takes courage to reach out for help. At Mesa Psychiatry, we'll help you find the peace and calmness that's been missing for so long. Depression, fear, and anxiety don't have to define you. Together at Mesa Psychiatry, we'll begin the process of restoring your confidence and emotional well-being, bringing joy and happiness back into your life. Begin the journey of healing today by calling Mesa Psychiatry at 480-882-1014. That's 480-882-1014. Or schedule an appointment online at mesapsychiatry.com. 
dog that needs obedience training? Is your dog's bad behavior driving you crazy? You'll love your dog and choosing the right dog trainer is important. Hiring a dog trainer that you can trust may be what's most important. Phoenix Dog Training is the most trusted dog training company in Arizona. Phoenix Dog Training is accredited with the Better Business Bureau and has an A-plus rating that you can trust. Having an untrained and unruly dog can be frustrating, embarrassing, and even costly. All that can change with one phone call to Phoenix Dog Training. For over 30 years, Phoenix Dog Training has been the Valley's number one choice for thousands of happy dog owners. Phoenix Dog Training is the winner of the Phoenix Award for Best Dog Behavior Training and Impressive seven years in a row. Say goodbye to your dog's bad behavior and hello to the dog of your dreams. Call Phoenix Dog Training today at 602-769-1411. That's 602-769-1411. Or visit them on the web at phoenixdogtraining.com. Are you planning a trip or just going away for a day or two? I want to take a minute to talk about the folks at Paw Nanny Tammy. It's difficult to leave a pet behind. It's even more difficult for your pet. Forget sending your pet to a stressful boarding and kennel facility and instead give your pet and furry best friend the gift of relaxation. Staying at home with one of the professional in-home pet sitters at Paw Nanny Tammy. Your pet will love chilling out with Tammy or one of her team members who will be playing with and taking care of your pet 24 hours a day where it's most comfortable, your pet's home. The other awesome thing is that they can bring you mail, water plants, trees, and even your lawn. Call Pawn Annie Tammy to inquire about having them stay with your pet while you're away. They even offer a free meet and greet to make sure that it's the perfect fit. Call 602-472-4360. That's 602-472-4360. Or visit their website, pawnannytammy.com. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. We are back, and yes, I'm Will Bangura. I'm your host, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. So if you've got a cat or a dog that's out of control, just driving you crazy, you've got a behavior problem you've been working on and just for some reason cannot get it to stop, pick up the phone, give me a call right now, I'm going to teach you how to correct those unwanted behaviors and put an end to them once and for all. If you're in Phoenix, the number to call is 602-277-5369, 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free. That number is 866-536-1100. All right. It looks like we have Brittany in Phoenix on the line. Ah, Brittany says we have <laughs> Brittany in Phoenix. Hey, Brittany, welcome to Pet Talk today. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So do you have a question for us? Um, Yes, I do. So my dog, he is about six and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I've had him since he was a puppy, but he has some of the worst behavior I've ever dealt with. Um, he is very aggressive, and it seems like anything that I do just does not work um, to help resolve the issue with him. When did you first start seeing aggression in your dog? Um, he's kind of always had it, so I'd probably say between six months to a year old. Um, but he did, um, have some type of like a stomach virus a few months ago Mm -hmm. and it has gotten a lot worse. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't pet him without him growling at me. Mm -hmm. He tries to bite me all the time. Well, definitely if your dog is sick, you need to take it to the vet because any illness is going to exacerbate any problems, especially with aggression. You know, I always have to tell people when it comes to aggression, it's really important that you get a qualified trainer or a qualified behaviorist to help you with that um, because it's dangerous. Um, I don't know if when you say aggression, if your dog's a biter, has your dog bitten? Yes, he's, he's bit me, he's yeah. bit, um, other family members. Yeah. Yeah, and so when, when you've got a dog with aggression, especially if they're a biter, you need to hire a professional, you need to contact somebody that can safely help you to rehabilitate your dog. Um, even good dog trainers, um, they get bit. You know, we all try not to. We try to be as smart as possible. Um, hopefully we come to the table with a lot of skills. Um, but let's face it, dogs are fast. Okay. And they can bite a whole lot faster than we can move and get out of the way. So again, when you've got a dog that's aggressive, especially one that bites, make sure you contact uh, a professional. I wouldn't be doing you any justice in trying to tell you what to do other than that right now. Um, especially when you've got a biter um, as far as that goes. All right. We have Mary in Scottsdale. Mary in Scottsdale. Hello. Welcome to Pet Talk today. Hello, Mary. How are you? Thanks, Will. Thank you. Okay. So I've got a puppy. She, uh, she's about seven months old now. Mm-hmm. And we got her when I already had a nine-year-old dog. Um, and there's two issues I was hoping I could discuss with you. First off, she constantly nips at my older dog's mouth. And every once in a while, the older dog will growl and kind of put her in her place, but it doesn't stop her from doing it mm-hmm. almost constantly. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's definitely a playful thing, and I get that. I don't know if there's anything I can do yes. to help the situation. Yes, there is. Okay, so um, how old's the older dog? Uh, she's, uh, he's nine. Nine, uh, nine years and old. a half now. And, and the other one's about seven months of age? Yes. Okay. So one of the things that you need to do, your seven-month-old puppy is not reading the signs that your nine-year-old is giving. And your nine-year-old is saying, hey, back off. That's what that growls about. That is your dog telling your puppy to back off. And now we have to advocate on behalf of your older dog. And we're going to help your puppy learn that when there's that kind of canine body language, it means give distance, give space, that it does mean to back off because if you meet a strange dog, maybe you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you meet a dog with this puppy of yours and the other dog growls and your puppy doesn't read that correctly and your puppy doesn't back off, and now all of a sudden your puppy's in a dog fight. Your puppy's getting hurt. 
Okay. And so if for nothing else, teaching the puppy some boundaries. Okay. And this is not difficult to do, but what a lot of people don't realize, especially inside the house, look, until we have a puppy, until we have a dog that is fully trained, fully trained and can listen to us, not just when things are calm and quiet, but can listen to us when all heck is breaking loose and there's lots of crazy distractions around us until that point. When we have the puppy, when we have the dog out with us, they need to be on leash. We need to keep them with us. If we go from one room to the next and they don't readily follow, we need to grab the leash, give a little tug, and have them follow with us. Okay? Because we need to be there. We need to be there to manage the behavior. What have you done so far? It's that. Um, I usually redirect her with something else. Okay. And so that's interrupting. I I mentioned just a little while ago, I think on a different call, that there's a big difference between interrupting behaviors and correcting behaviors. We can interrupt behaviors all day long, and they will re-engage in those behaviors all day long as well. A correction is something that is unpleasant, that the dog doesn't like. It's consistent. It's something that the dog learns that, hey, when I engage in this behavior, something unpleasant happens because it's been happening with really good timing. It's paired. It's associated with the behavior. The dog learns, I don't want to engage in that behavior because something unpleasant is going to happen. Now, if what I'm doing that I think is something unpleasant, like I might be going, no, No, you know, I might be barking at the dog, which I don't advocate. But if you start yelling no and your dog is looking at you, wagging its tail and wanting to jump up at you and nip at you and thinks that it's a fun game, well, that's certainly not a correction in the dog's mind. So reading what the response is from your dog. I talked a little while ago about some dogs being very soft Some dogs being very hard. A soft dog, you barely look at them and point your finger. They fall apart. A hard dog, you could give them the firmest of corrections, and they just think it's the greatest, funnest game ever. Let's do that again. And so you've got to temper your corrections, all right? And using a leash, okay, if you've got a big dog, have some kind of correction collar. Have a prong collar, all right? You're not supposed to hurt your dog with these tools, You're not jerking hard with these tools. The way that a prong collar works, it works with leash and collar pressure. It's making something uncomfortable. The dog's doing a behavior you don't want. You give a little leash and collar pressure, and you pair that with whatever your correction word is, whether it's no, whether it's off, whether it's quiet. You pair the correction, the physical correction, that's something that's uncomfortable, with the correction word each and every time. As soon as your dog stops engaging in the unwanted behavior, you release the pressure. So it's a very simple pressure on, pressure off system. Okay. And again, watch your dog. We don't want to cause any fear. We don't want to cause pain. We don't want to intimidate the dog. But we also got to make sure, hey, is this all fun and games for the dog? Or is this a real correction? Is this something that the dog finds unpleasant? You know, if I give the same correction over and over and over and nothing's changing and I'm expecting different results, well, that's the definition of insanity. 
doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over, expecting different results. So I've got this rule of three. I'm going to give three corrections. If the dog still wants to engage in the behavior after those three corrections, that tells me that I need to make it more uncomfortable. Okay. Got it. Now, obviously, it. every time, every time I make it more uncomfortable, I'm reading the dog again because, you know, there's that fine line. Yeah, make it uncomfortable, but again, we want to use the least amount of pressure, the least amount of force. The goal is not to create fear or pain or intimidation, but to have a very black and white cause and effect communication system. And, you know, when you get excited, when you're moving around fast, that will also get your dog excited. And so you got to watch that you're not doing that unless you are in a training situation. And in a training situation, you can go ahead and you can get excited. You can run around. You can get your dog all jacked up for the sole purpose of teaching your dog that even when things are crazy, even when things are really exciting, that does not mean that that is an opportunity for you to go crazy. It doesn't mean that that is an opportunity uh, for you to go ahead and jump on me or to nip at me. So being proactive, train your dogs, not just reactively, but proactively, and you're going to get results that are going to be five times faster. Well, we are just about out of time. It's been a fantastic show. Thank you, Brittany, for coming in. Thank you, everybody that called in with your questions. Remember, we are here each and every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll see you next Saturday. You're listening to Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX, K Creek Field.